Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. And I want to start by being excited for this week, and, and I'll tell you why I'm excited for this week for many reasons. Number one, it's getting warmer in my state. It's going to be like 65 mm. for a couple days this week. That is exciting. I love warm weather, and so I'm going to enjoy those days. I'm going to try to be outside for uh, a lot of those days. But number two, the beginning of the Racing Marble League is this week. I was sent the first video Ooh. today. So that, uh, the tr- I guess it's the tryouts. They're whittling like 40, t- 40 racers down to like 20 or 16 or something like that. So, um, yeah, that's beginning this week. The tryout video has been sent to me. I'm going to be, of course, commenting over it. And um, for people who watch the Racing Marble League or even have sponsored a marble in the Racing Marble League, um, we are going to cover that this time. Oh, really? Because the Racing Marble League has, um, uh, in my opinion, grown in popularity. They're almost at 2K subs. And for only posting six videos, that's pretty damn impressive if you ask me. Um, Mm -hmm. So that, I I will say that, and and they're notable. They're notable. Their quality is very good. Their idea is unique to have like uh, posing it as fans or like marble trainers sending in their marbles. And I don't know. I really like the whole idea. And so we're not going to cover it at length like we do JMR, but we're going to we're going to try to mention it every episode for five, ten minutes, you know, because I'm definitely going to be commenting it and was probably going to watch it so we're going to get the opportunity to see what's going on um so we're going to mention it we're going to talk a couple things probably more the discussion will probably be more on the quality talking about do we like the track design do we like the, the setup um and less about actually talking about the individual competitors because well we need to give those individual competitors more time to exist in order for them to build up a history but um right. at least for this season we will we will mention um five ten minutes we'll give them because they're actually really good quality i recommend checking them out honestly even if i wasn't commenting for it that would be my secondary like marble channel that i'd be like yeah i'm gonna watch this along with jmr because it's so well done um and so organized um and high quality so um go check them out should be i think the first video is coming out either the beginning of next week or this week, so it's going to be very exciting, um, and and just the guy makes his own track, and it, and he does so many unique things. I'm so excited for all the cool little unique things he's going to have this season. And I mentioned to him possibly doing some sort of marble league thing, and he he hmm. was interested in that. So we might get like a a second very high quality. A marble league style event obviously um with me being part of that planning i wouldn't allow for any close copying of jmr we would make sure to be as unique as possible but we might have that second um aspect to it um and that kind of segues a little bit into one of the <laughs> things i'm not excited about this week and that is talking about the comments of dion in regards to jmr's um quote ownership over the founding of marble racing so um and and i guess the marble content that they create in general so we're gonna talk that 
But Waf, anything you wanted to mention before we get to the news? Uh, like, like we just kind of like this is kind of out of nowhere. But like, I'm before we started recording this episode, I did mention to you like there's like like that I had like this kind of like weird like idea to talk about like, my view on the show and like how it's gonna go. Like, I I remember at one point like thing like you know like every all good things like need to come to an end at some point, and so like eventually the show would need to have an end before it gets too stale, right? But like, I feel like this show is kind of similar to uh sports commentating shows where like really it's like like you're not expected to actually see every episode because like, like it's really only about like what's happening relevant in the current moment right, right. like there there's some like there's some episodes in our show that definitely i would say people go back and watch those because they're just entertaining but like like this i think i feel like this so long as marvel sports just continues to be innovative and new our show could te- could technically continue indefinitely like even if we like finally got like yella and dion to cut to guest on this show someday like I don't think they'd be like, okay, we're, we, we've peaked, time to end, because, like, <laughs> that would what, be what we're here for. Yeah, it would, it would be a peak in terms of guessing, but, like, I think, for the most part, people don't come here for the guests, because, like, like, we come here for, like, us talking about Marvel sports and stuff, so, like, for the longest time, I felt like, like, like when would, like, the show need to end? Like, because, like, 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 I don't want to become, like, a stale, uh, I guess, a... Uh, Facsimile, I guess is that the right word of what we were? I but don't like, know. <laughs> I, th- I feel, I feel like, technically speaking, we could go on indefinitely as long, so long as the, just the people like enjoy Marvel sports and Marvel sports continues continues to be entertaining. So like, it, for, as people wondering like how long this show is going to go for, it's as long as it's entertaining to us and as long as the the content that we watch is entertaining. Yeah, and as long as you guys keep supporting, if we continue to grow little by little. And Marvel Sports continues to have its unexplainable dramas. Dion, what are you doing, buddy? What are you saying? Uh, oh, Fast Simile is an you exact own, copy. You not, own, not. You own the biggest Marvel Sports channel on the planet. People would kill to have 1.5 million subscribers. Why are you saying those things on Twitter? What is the necessity? We'll get to that. Don't worry. Um, and by the way, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. Dion wouldn't be the best guest. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. Facsimile is actually an exact copy, not a, a, a pale imitation. Pale imitation would be, I guess, the right word I was looking for. Facsimile is the exact opposite of what I was discussing. No, yeah, no, I, yeah. But um, as far as Dion goes, um, I, I still respect Dion a lot because he's done a lot for Marble Sports. Right, I, I do just too. think his comments, we'll get, to, we'll talk about it. We'll get to it after we'll the talk. news. Um, I will say, yes, the longevity of the show is the longevity of Marble Sports. Um, of course, as long as life doesn't get into the way, I'm hoping that mm-hmm. um, there are no things in my future life like uh, college busyness or just whatever happens in my life that would be like, okay, you have no time for the podcast whatsoever. Um, so as long as that doesn't happen and I don't foresee it, um, yeah, you, you're going to keep getting this show. Um, and yeah, Waff's right. Okay, I think something I want to do for like 100 episode at the 100 episode is go back and give you like top five, top 10 episodes you should listen to um, that age completely well, even even though, um, you know, they're a long time ago. So like the one mm-hmm. on... Um, this is an old one, but like the one on Marble Chaos Theory, because it has a lot of interesting, more um, existential uh, Marble topics, as opposed to just what's relevant to right now. You know, uh, the one on Fubeca, can we talk about copying? There's a lot of good episodes that mm-hmm. are worth listening to, but but Waff's right. The majority of episodes are only relevant to what's happening then, and um, the reason the show can keep going is because every, t- every week we get a new thing going on in Marble Sports, whether it's a positive thing, like um, a new innovation, or a negative thing, like like people talking way too much on Twitter. 
um, then I mean it, it's gonna it's gonna keep getting um, it's gonna keep go it's gonna keep changing. Marvel Sports is moving forward, rolling forward, you could say. Raspberry raising more, um, but uh, and and so the podcast will too. So I'm really excited um, to continue going. And you guys, the more you support, the more we make the show. Email in, email anything in, even if it's just a stupid little email. We like that. We want that. Um, this mswpodcast at gmail.com. You know by now, mswpodcast at what? Gmail.com. So um, please email in because that's how we can engage with you uh, singularly and really be like, okay, what are your specific thoughts about Marvel Sports? And can we interpret them? Can we discuss them? Can we appreciate them, those thoughts from you specifically as opposed to just um, being general about it? So um, I encourage that. And... Yeah, I mean, this has been a long intro, but, I mean, we're saying a lot of stuff, I guess, for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, with that being said, Johnny Marble is sick of these long intros, and he wants to tell us about the news of this week. So let's go to Johnny Marble, and we'll see you on the other side with a bunch of Marble Sports discussion today. Hey, everybody. It's Woof. Uh, I'm just sending this message because uh, there is no news or message from Johnny. Um, there wasn't actually any news the week that we recorded this, really, so like it would just been another message from Johnny, but... um. The reason why that that's not here is because uh, recently Johnny's Discord has been like not sending messages. Like at one point he only got like all of my messages I sent like f- like four days after they'd been sent, and like I've been trying to get a hold of him, but he just seems to not be very uh, um, active on checking his Discord or something. So uh, just to this episode's been delayed a lot, and I apologize for that. So just to keep th- get this out there, I went ahead and recorded this. This is kind of let you know what happened. Uh, so yeah, apologies that there's no message from Johnny this week. I, at least for me, that's always a highlight. So hopefully you're not too disappointed by that. Um, I'm hoping to get his news for episode 90 so we can actually get that out on time. But uh, again, with Discord being the way it is for him right now, it's a bit difficult. So uh, hopefully it gets resolved. Hopefully we can get back to normal uploading schedules. And uh, yeah, uh, back to the show. Welcome back from the news, everybody. Thank you, Johnny Marble, for bringing us the news of this week and adding that usual Johnny Marble flair to the whole world of Marble Sports. What would we do? What would we do without Johnny Marble? That's the question I'm going to ask you guys this week. Maybe maybe if you're uh, wondering what to email in about. What would we do without Johnny Marble? That is the question for you guys wanting to email but unaware of what you want to really say. So answer that question in email. We want to hear from you about Johnny Marble. Because how you could not like Johnny Marble would be like something I could not understand. He is the most <laughs> amazing person on this side of the planet, on every side of the planet, even though it's a sphere, so it's technically the one side. But whatever, whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, what would we do after without Johnny Marble, Waff? What would we do? We would have a less entertaining news segment. <laughs> There's one way to put it. But um, anyway, guys, yeah, we got a lot to discuss today. We're going to talk Mo Motorway in a moment mm-hmm. um, and, you know, cover emails and trivias and whatever. But before we do that, we have something unfortunate to address. And I say unfortunate because this shouldn't be happening. I'm already getting yeah. amped up about this because this should not be happening. Um, and before I give my opinions, before we cast our judgments, I'm going to give you the facts on what happens. So there is a... Um, there is a Twitter account, and I guess it's a company called LAD Bible. If you click on it, they have 2.6 million followers, so they are big. They are big mm-hmm. enough to be noticed. 
And they posted a tweet, a simple little tweet, a simple little whoo Twitter, um, saying, Marble racing is our new favorite sport, dot, 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 pick your winner. And they posted with that a video of marble racing using the infamous Marble Rome track. So here we go. And I'll actually show this video on the YouTube It's uh, um, while I'm talking. It's like three minutes here. And you'll see the video. I'll describe it as best I can for people not watching on the YouTube, which remember, if you watch there, you can hear, you can actually see the visuals I'm showing. Um, it's just, it's just a marble race. You got, you got like about six marbles out there. Like, I, mean, I don't think there's any commentary on it. Yeah, just background music. Um, and, and just, and, and then he just, uh, talks about a channel that, that uh, like a little TikTok channel that was also making marble races and showing their races as well. Um, so they're, this is like an entertainment company, so they didn't make this race. They're showing off someone else's, making their kind of homemade um, track. There's like another one here has cardboard on it. So you get you get they're just showing marble races. They're appreciating mm -hmm. marble racing at its at I guess it's it's I wouldn't say it's finest, but it's existence that it even is there. I mean, these tracks look okay. I mean, obviously there it's like a TikTok video, so it's nothing like unbelievable, but I mean, it's cool. It, it, it's people enjoying marble racing. And then and then Unnecessarily, the response to LAD Bible's appreciation of someone making a TikTok video series on marble racing is this quote, and this is not this is not from Jell or Mel. This is from Dion. We know it's from Dion. And this mm -hmm. is what he says. He says, this is a direct copy of our Marbula 1. And then he posts Marbula 1 Season 2, The Mo Motorway. And what I won't cast judgments, like I said, I'll give you the facts first. And then to that, somebody responds, and this is just a, a, a random Twitter user, I at uh, W Digital Wing, um, saying, so wait, he says this, quote, so wait, any marbles racing on a Marbula 1-like um, track, I guess is what he was going for, is just them stealing from y'all then? Huh. And then the response, the unbelievable response to this comment by Gels Marble Runs, by Dion, is Marbula One is founded by JMR. The name, the concept. Marble racing in general is founded by us. Oh, oh, what a thing to say. Um, and then here we go. And then it continues. So then another Twitter user says, are you saying that any other marble racing content is a ripoff of what you do? The only similarity to this in Marble 1 is the track, lol. Um, and then they say, no, not all marble racing. We love channels that use their own creative ideas. Okay, so he's trying to come back from it here. Um, all right. Well, and then, and then uh, another comment says, well, this was made on in its own creative unique idea, but you blatantly called out for stealing your content. So that's telling me that marble racing is only your idea, even though it isn't. Another Twitter user, oh, uh, actually the digital wing guy again. And another Twitter user says, nah, if you take a look at the track that person made and compare it side by side to one Joe and Dion made, it's almost a perfect match with someone now coming to the side of the JMR world. Yeah. And then JMR comes back and says, oh, well, it's clear we have to deal with, it's clear, it's clear we have to deal with it. Okay, it's clear we have to deal with it and also stimulates to make new creative ideas. Let's roll on. So I guess he's saying, we have to deal with this obvious stealing that's just going to make us have to be more creative. And then someone says, it seems you guys will never get full credit. And then 
And then JMR says, and LAD Bible shared our original content several times. They should have known. All right. Yeah, so based on what I'm seeing from the other um, points is like, it seems like like uh like they um Lad Bible has been uh like had done TikToks of their races for free and they said it's okay and, and like so I guess having someone who did something similar which like 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 it seems like Dion said like uh, sorry yes each creator owns copyrights I'm not talking about the creator of the TikTok but about Lad Bible we worked with them and they shared many of our vids for free I've had millions of they've had millions of views we didn't ask money for it and therefore I think it's a strange move I'm assuming that a strange move to I like, guess promote someone else's marble races but like like it's like he's so i guess like he thinks that like he sees like this other creator stuff is co- copying and he's upset with this company for also promoting them for free even though like i there is no, as long as i'm aware there's no contract that said that they couldn't do anything it's because it's it's tiktok it's for all for free as far as i'm aware and here's where i'm coming from i i will admit i will give to jmr the fact that there is something to be said for the fact that because JMR has been so popular with their marble racing, with their marble drum track, and because marble racing is still, with the exception of JMR, a small thing compared to other things in the world, there's not just a million different types of track you can use. Marble drum really is it if you want like a wider piece of chat track, mm-hmm. unless you make your own custom track like the Racing Marble League. Good for them, by the way. Um I understand that frustration of like every time someone else is inspired by JMR to make marble races, they pretty much make something that looks quite similar to JMR. That is true. That is notable. We can't get around that. We can't ignore that that frustration exists. But here's my problem because this is a, this is, it just doesn't make sense. What we have to consider, there's that frustration, but what about the fact that JMR is clearly at the top of the marble racing community right now. And they're they're not just at the top. They're they're in charge of a channel. We're talking almost 1.5 million subscribers. That is a lot of people. You're you're leading a lot of people. You're um Dion, I guess in this case or Jell. I mean Jell makes the content but Dion's more that business side, so he in essence is that leader for those 1.5 million marble fans. So when you're mm-hmm. a leader of something that big, it doesn't make sense to even give give any comment on Twitter ever to to something like this that you may be frustrated by because all you're doing is is defacing your own image mm-hmm. I mean yes, you may have a, a a valid frustration, but you're putting that out there and what you're saying is that what you're first saying is you're okay there's going to be some people that take the side against you so you're already losing some marble fans by that because the people who are like well that's ridiculous um people allowed to make marble tracks it's not you didn't found marble racing um you're already losing fans but then everybody else it's just you're creating a turmoil and when you're already successful when the this is this is like this is something i live by if you are successful uh, drama is the last thing you want to be involved in. That is that is a fact. Mm-hmm. There's no need to engage in drama. There's no need to say extra words and and you know you know try to um, you know release your frustrations about other people 
when you're already mm-hmm. winning, when you're already the biggest Marvel Sports channel, when you're already succeeding in making people happy and earning a lot of money and creating content that everybody wants more of, they crave more of it every single day, you don't need to do that. You should delete mm-hmm. Twitter. If you're successful, delete Twitter right now. If you're, <laughs> if you're succeeding, if you're making a lot of money, if you're Honestly. doing a good thing, you delete Twitter. Just do it because this, this stuff brings you down. And that, like, when has Twitter ever helped a celebrity? Honestly, I, honestly, I, I don't think. I've, yeah, I, honestly, someone tell me. Someone tell me when. Email in. Give me an example of when that happened. Because this is this is just, in my opinion, it's an immature response. And and like I, I I'm not. I don't. The argument here is not whether Dion is right or not. Because in some of the things he's saying, you have to give him a little credit. The argument here is should have he even done this in the first place. I mean, I mean, relative to the world of Marvel, Marvel sports, JMR is like Coca-Cola relative to the world of soda. They do not need to have any Twitter arguments. They don't need that. They're already the winner. They're already by far the top company. Why? Why would you ever even waste time looking down in this moment and being like, well, blah, 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 blah. we actually did it first. I mean, well, you don't need to. You already have it all. Uh, my y- biggest. Oh, sorry. Go but, ahead. Uh, the rant uh, well, can be it, postponed. <laughs> one of my biggest issues is like he shouldn't have said this on the JMR Twitter at all. He shouldn't have his personal one because like people think that Yella and the entirety of JMR share this opinion, and all of them. I don't. And all of them have come out except for Yella, I think specifically because like he has come out and say like, yeah, no, we do not actually support this. But I would not be surprised if Yella also is not a fan of this. Like Yella is very much like all for that like, community and love and so i don't i sincerely doubt that yella sees it this way like i do i've heard of, like yeah dion apparently is like, very protective of his brother and his creations like and i can get that i can understand that but like uh he's gotta realize that like uh well for one thing they, they didn't sign a contract with a uh, corsetti that they get only ones who can use their corsetti tracks they're for sale to the public for everyone to use so it's not like so they don't own like they, they like i don't see what the problem and, like there was another tweet actually that um like, I'm going to get into the whole thing about founding marble racing thing after this, but, like, especially, like, so, uh, this comes from Diego, like, you are out of your mind if you think you own this concept, and he's like, you are right, we do, we don't own the concept of marble racing, only the Marby the One concept, and then they followed it up with, wrong, you own Marby One's format, which is very, a very different thing, mm. and, mm. you know, that's very true, because, like, mm. like, the con, because the concept of, of Marby the One is just, a form is like a mar- marbles racing on a track and similar, I guess, to a formula one race or a NASCAR race, which is something that they don't really own. Cause like, it's like, it's not even something that they came up with. Like, like, or like they came up with a marble adaptation of it, but like they didn't like, like they're not the only ones who are allowed to do that. Like, like the, I think what, what's the real semantics of format to concept? Cause like, like we often use words like, like, I think the f- when they mean say format, they might mean like I guess how they structure it. Yeah, is yeah. Arra- like, ra- like, arranged like, or set up. Like if someone if someone made a Marble One and like did it where you know they had a Mo Motorway, even you know that would be a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, or even just had like the, the exact same structure with instead of Savage Speeders, they had slippery slippery snakes or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like this is just like you can you can you can get that idea. And I wanted yeah. to respond. And like, listen, there is one phrase that I have a personal problem with, and you guys can probably guess that that is. And I will respond to that particular phrase in a moment that was written by the JMR. But before I do that, I want to respond to something Waff said. 
Um, it's also very true. There, Dion saying this, he's say right, he's saying this through the Gels Marble Runs account. So for people who are not very versed on the fact that Gel makes the content, Dion does the business stuff and the, the social media stuff, and you know it's all split apart and everyone thinks different. They're thinking that Gels Marble Runs is creating this like the dichotomy is ridiculous. Gels Marble is creating this super family friendly, awesome, fun environment um, in his videos, I and mean, he's coming on Twitter saying, "Oh yeah, anybody else who does marble sports, no, yeah, don't be inspired because it, it belongs to us." I mean that that is all, that is just unbelievable. You're defacing, you're making something amazing, and then you're tearing it down, and it's just that's like like it just does blows my mind that this would even be a, a decision that it would even cross his mind. I mean, because when you're so successful like this, you keep your weird frustrations and thoughts to yourself because you don't need to say them. And anything you do say is just going to bring down the the great thing that you've created. And it is affecting other people because it doesn't just belong to Dion. This belongs to Jell and all the JMR staff who help run it and, and the other people who help make this happen. And then apparently JMR is actually getting an editor to help Jell out. So that guy too. And you're bringing that all down by saying these 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 ignorant things on Twitter. So it just, uh, it, it blows my mind that you would ever even be this successful and consider saying anything on Twitter. And, and in addition like that, yes, if you're even, if you're even thinking of being this just like mindless about it, you should actually use your own personal account. The least he could have done was say it as Dion and not say it as the JMR channel, because mm -hmm. it's just, it's just, it's just not like, it's it's super regressive. I mean, if he said he, you say this to the wrong company or the wrong person, you say this in the wrong circumstance, JMR could be a hundred percent canceled on Twitter. All of a sudden, JMR is back down to hundred k subs, because luckily there are a group of people that do understand how different Dion and Jell are, like myself, mm -hmm. like a lot of the people in the JMR Discord. Like a lot of the fans who have been here for a long time and know a lot of news, a lot of the Reddit users, okay? They know. They can separate it, but not the general public. And who are you trying... When you're a business, who are you trying to, to um, pull in? You're not pulling in the people who already love you. You're pulling in the general public. So when you, if you're trying to pull in people, uh, the general uh, population who only has things like what you say on Twitter and things like what they see on YouTube to judge um, your company and channel as character and content, then, then saying this stuff is like, like you're losing so much right there. You're losing so much. You're, you're hurting yourself in a big way. And, and in the future, I mean, like, imagine JMR hits 5 million subs, and there's celebrities who are like, oh, my God, marble racing is my favorite thing when I'm not doing whatever a celebrity does, you know, being famous. I mean, then, then they see that comment, then celebrities very, you know, Twitter-usy people, they're like, oh, well, that's not very good. How dare you say that? And then all of a sudden, canceled, and JMR's over, because Dion couldn't control his words when it's not even necessary to have an argument ever when you're this successful so it just again again i cannot stress enough how just this decision you can't do this you cannot you cannot you cannot cannot it's only gonna bring negative things to you but um i'd say mm -hmm. the final thing i want to say I, I gotta say this the one phrase that annoyed me 
the most, okay? Because w whatever, if you want to talk about Marby the One, I mean, I get it. All right, you have a little bit of it. But to say these words, to say the words, and you can, you know what the words are. They're on the screen right now if you're watching the YouTube. If you say the words, Marble Racing in general is founded by us, that is just, ah, uh, that is the most, that is so arrogant. And that's where I take personal problem. That's mm -hmm. where I really have to come up here and I have to yell and I have to rant and I have to really um, be upset. Because you can't say that. You can't say that. And, and I, I'm not just, I mean, it, you can talk about it in the context of marbles, of course, but I'm saying in general, do you ever, do you ever um, be in a position where you are really innovative in a subject and then to claim that whole subject, the whole existence and essence of that subject as your own, just because you made something especially innovative out of it is extremely arrogant. And, and, and um, of course, I'm not the only one thinking that there are a lot of people um, on Twitter who are thinking in the same way. The how they how they do not agree with that statement and that mm -hmm. that is one that you just cannot claim you cannot oh, yeah. claim that the act of putting glass spheres on a platform and that platform being angled so gravity causes those particular glass spheres to then roll down the platform and you put more than one glass sphere so that you can see which glass sphere happens to be the one that has the advantage in the gravitational rolling down the path to claim that as your own idea that you founded that existence is, is, is so you can't it's like ignorant it's arrogant you can't say mm -hmm. that. You cannot. And, like, uh, and it's just objectively wrong because like there it have been true. marble racing channels before theirs and there have been marble racing track sets with like starting gates like, like of different types since before YouTube existed. Mar the concept and st and the concept of racing marbles has predates JMR's existence. Like, like they did not found it. Yeah, marbles at all. Invented, it is objectively like, false. Like centuries ago. Like so, mar marble racing. Marble racing. You know, yeah, didn't hit YouTube. Well, it hit YouTube even before JMR too. I mean, I mean, like there. I mean, yeah. Granted, the marble racing channels before JMR were not that exciting. Obviously, obviously, mm -hmm. watching someone's homemade you know, not super thought out video on marble racing. And then you hear the 10 year old voice like, Oh my God, and blue and then red is winning. And you know, I mean, it's not, it's not the, the most exciting of content and JMR obviously overmatches that marble sports content. And in my opinion, all marble sports content currently, um, in at least some way that's true, but it, <laughs> that's because they're innovative on top of an idea and to claim that whole idea as your own. Okay, I mean that's like that's like saying I mean that is like saying that is like saying like you take you take who, who's the guy who like really did a lot of stuff with gravity Isaac Newton that'd be like he if he mm -hmm. said okay I discovered all these things about gravity and I made gravity a useful scientific tool today and I discovered how to measure it I discovered how to use it I discovered how to apply it so you know what I founded gravity. It's mine. It belongs to me. And well, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't come up with your own ideas because that's mine. It belongs to me. That had now actually, I heard, I, re I heard that that guy was actually an arrogant person, but it would, it would be incredibly arrogant, and people would just be like, "That's foolish to say that you founded gravity just because you were the most innovative on top of it." And and so that like, ah, oh, you can't say that. You cannot. Oh, you cannot say that. You cannot say that on Twitter and 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 think that. Um, you're going to get away with it. Now, I mean, I don't think it's going to turn out into anything huge in this instance. Yeah, no. But 
in the future with more Twitter followers and more attention, it could be a big deal. Um, if he continues to repeat offenses, even bigger, more closer fans to JMR could start to be a more upset and turn away. So this is stuff he has to look out for. And and, and just you're, it's just not necessary. It's just immaturity. It's just immaturity to even look at that comment and feel the need and the desire to be like, you know what, I'm going to respond to this and my and my and you know say what I think instead of being like, you know what. This is happening, but you know what? Um, the, the perspective I should have is this is happening because of JMR. These people are even making these races because they probably saw our channel mm-hmm. and were inspired by it. The Marble Sports expansion even like this. The fact that this guy is even putting this on TikTok means that Marble Sports is expanding. And expansion in Marble Sports means growth for us because we're already at the top. We're already at the top of Marble Sports. If you look at it as a pyramid, JMR is at the top of that pyramid. Yeah. So why they would ever feel the need to even, you know, address any other people making marble sports as that's a negative, as that it's a negative thing, especially when the message of their, of their videos is to be inspiring to other people in the world of marble sports. That is Jell's message. That is, Jell Baker is um, is very uh, for that kind of inspiration. It, mm-hmm. it, it is just like a direct, you know, um, uh, conflict. And, and it just... Ooh, that is, that is, you can't, you can't, 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 can't do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's a little marble rant there, but, uh, yeah. Ugh. I think we've, I think we've said all we wanted to say, I guess, uh, Dion, in the chan- on the off chance that you're saying this, please, <laughs> like, like, you need you to, probably uh, like, would have tuned out already. <laughs> like, just like, I get it that you want to protect your brother and the brand, but the thing is, is that you got to understand that, like, marble racing has been around for a while. It's not like, while Yellow may have and Channel may have helped to like inspire uh, plenty, countless numbers of people, maybe hundreds, maybe possibly thousands of people to make Marvel videos or to at least enhance theirs to be on the, the same level of quality. At the end of the day, it's not something that Yella created. It's something that it's it's a, it's supposed to be a big old, it's a big old community, and like it will only hurt you if you push that community away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Agreed. Couldn't say it better. I mean, honestly, it, it, it helping the only the best way to help Gel is to encourage Marble Sports because Gel's mm-hmm. message, Gel's idea, and the reason JMR has been so successful. Number one, their content's good, but number two, the general message of their videos, the general message Greg Wood sends, the general message Jell sends, because Jell works outside of uh, his YouTube channel, Marble Sports-wise, with his marble machines and his museum stuff that he's done. The general message is to inspire everybody to be involved in marble sports, to not just watch marble sports, to want to make marble sports, to want to get into marbles and, and just enjoy that as it is. That is his message. He spreads that message. He's done it very well, better than everybody else so far, better than anyone else on the planet. Jell has done it uh, so far. Um, and so, in my opinion, Dion even may maybe he thinks he wants this is a way that he's helping his brother. He's really hurting his brother because he's hurting his brother's message. And um, he, he, I mean, I, in my opinion, he's, he's showing immaturity um, on the channel side. But it's really like in the bigger picture, it's hurting what Jell really is focused on. And I don't know if Jell even knows about this. I don't know if Jell if he even looks at Twitter. But um, I, I just I think like like if I were if I were in in the position of, of Dion, I'd be like, okay, well. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm aware of the fact that we don't want copy like a million people actually directly copying us, but we. Mm-hmm. But the point is to inspire people to love marble sports. And in the end, I mean, my opinion from a business perspective, 
because Marvel Sports is so small, letting that expansion happen, letting other people make, enjoy, and, and distribute their Marvel Sports is only going to make JMR bigger at this point. So I, I just, it just, it, it just doesn't, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And, and I don't, I don't know what to say besides that I don't agree with it um, in a lot of ways. Um, but I am able to just do, to distinguish Jell's work and Dion's mistakes. And also I'm able to distinguish Dion's positive things because he does a lot of good things for JMR. And I don't, I'm not like, given up on Dion because he said this thing. I I understand he's just very passionate. I understand he does a lot for the channel business-wise that has been very positive. Um, I just I just feel like I'm, I just care enough that I'm like a hope that he can just, you know, hold his tongue on these on these small topics that don't even matter in the end. I mean, really, really, you think this guy on TikTok is going to grow to bigger in JMR in the next two weeks with his uh, cardboard marble drone track? Come on. Come on. Is that a worry you have? Come on. Um, but yeah, that that's it's ridiculous. It, it is. So um, anyway, that that is that is that rant. We haven't had one of those in a while. I feel like I haven't ranted like that on the channel since Fubica, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Something like um, that. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Someone should cl- maybe I'll maybe I'll clip a part of that rant just to that's like that, that. This is OK. This is one of those episodes, by the way, that like when we get to 100, if we're doing top 10 episodes that are worthy listening to um, and that will age well, even past, um, uh, you know, even as time goes on. This one probably is an important one for that reason. But uh, yeah, a little advice. If you ever are successful, if you listening to the show ever get successful, just don't use Twitter. <laughs> and if you're a mature person, use Twitter and only use it to say things that are amoral directed only at not what you feel not what you think but just you know okay yes join our live stream tonight for this video or you know marble marble or whatever you're talking about that your business right whatever you're actually trying to advertise and keep it Mm -hmm. very lighthearted. keep it very uh, simple and don't get super um in your feels about it because you know i mean if you want to really express your feelings on twitter make an anonymous alt account and say whatever you want all right, but don't do that with your company because you can't. And people have been destroyed. They've gone from billionaires to nothing because they said something a little bit off color on Twitter. So, um, mm-hmm. that's my advice. That's my thoughts. That's my rants. Waff. Anything you want to add to that before we uh, continue on? Uh, no. I think it's about time we finally stop talking about GP8. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've delayed it a week because we had Richard's um, awesome list on last week. And um, uh, it's even been delayed today because we had to address um, what I think is an extremely important topic. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, GP race, here we go. Um, let's talk fantasy. Tell me. Wow, fantasy. Right. Go. All right. So I'll actually pull okay. your fantasy up uh, here, too, so people can look at your stuff, too. All right. OK, cool. So uh, it was OK. It was roughly the same as last week, just by down by three points. So I got, I got uh, 49. Because, uh, you know, Momo finished about middle of the pack. Decent run. Crazy Cat Eyes got first again, but they're not a multiplier for me. Uh, the Raspberry Racers, they weren't even in the race, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they, could, they, they couldn't win. They couldn't get any points from me there. Speeders. Oh. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. We'll talk about that. That's definitely, uh, yeah, bomb, no points there. Uh, Maniacs. Also, uh, they were in the race, but I don't, I can't remember. Did they, did they get enough, did, did they place high enough to get a point? Um, I don't remember. I'd have to go look at the the wiki here. Um, 
I maniacs they did not. Minty Drizzle not. got thirteenth. They got zero points. Yep. So I only got points from Momo and the the crazy cat size. It seems so. Yeah. Not in a good. Not a good week. It's not my. It's not my worst haul ever. So yeah. I mean, it's, but I am. I'm only currently in thirty third. So. Not still bad. possible to win it, but like it's yeah. gonna be close. You're still top twelve percent, right? I mean, you're mm-hmm. still you're still you're still valid, and we have time, all right? Momo needs to turn it on. Momo yeah. needs to be better because Momo's been bad, and you cannot get around the fact that um, Momo started strong and they're not Momo strong right now, okay? And and you know that and that doesn't mean they won't be Momo strong for the last couple races, but I mean, come on, at their own track, come on. Um, all right, uh, I'll talk about my fantasy. Okay, so yeah, Boaf got about 49, so almost his lowest, but not quite. He uh, is currently in 34th place, um, which is not bad, right? Like I said, top 12%, and that's and that's pretty good. And then I'm in 30th with 512 points, a point total of 59 on the week. Not my best, um, but like middle of the pack for me as far as point totals. My best has been the race forest so far, 102. Um, here's the thing. Snowballs did not do bad. But they didn't do great. All right. Uh, Savage Speeders did terrible, like usual, um, at least as far as rapidly goes. Crazy mm-hmm. Cat Size did well. Unfortunate that I don't have them on the multiplier. Green Ducks got points. That's about as much as I can say for them. And Hazers, um, let me remember what they did. They did pretty well, too. So the Hazers and the Savage, uh, the Crazy Cat Size gave me a bunch of points there, and then it kind of trailed off at my multipliers. And the multipliers are so important because that's really where your points are going to come. You need to pick teams that, that are going to take advantage of those multipliers, consistent teams. And unfortunately... Snowballs did o- only okay, and Savage Beaters did terrible. So I did okay this week, but uh, it needs to get better. And like I say, like I I expect that every time I do a fantasy league, I am not actually satisfied with my performance. I feel like I've let you guys down if I do not get in the top 10%. Because with my claimed Marble Sports connoisseurship and Waffs um, saying that I'm a Marble Sports connoisseur and me to him... I feel like with that title comes a responsibility to be able to bring you at least a top 10 performance. I'm not going to get first every time because, you know, anything can happen in marble sports, but I should be able to do well enough to put teams out there in the, in my fantasy that can collect enough points to get in the top 10%. Top 10% in this particular um, uh, fantasy would be 28th and below. Um, and oh, okay. I'm two away from that, which is not bad. And WAF is close too, so I think we have a good chance of ending there. But, um, but yeah, that's why I'd be satisfied because I, um, I, you know, I, ex- I expect to know my marbles. I should know my marbles. I should be able to look and be like, who's going to do well, who's going to do bad. I should be able to adapt each year and say to you, okay, well, it seems like this team is not on a, on a good upward trajectory. It seems like this team is not good when racing against the field, even though he's good in qualifying. And we can't bet on that team. It's not a, it's not a good fantasy pick. Mm. So with that being said, um, uh, I am certainly surprised by the Savage Beaters rapidly has been the real problem though speedy has not been that bad speedy actually did well in in, in race seven uh, and he had some other good performances he had that unlucky beginning but that was not that was luck based that wasn't really um his his fault but it's been rapidly who's just been awful every time and honestly uh, when the next Barbie one comes around, I don't want to see Rapidly on the team. I already have made that decision. Rapidly would have to get first place in the last two races here for me to change mm-hmm. my mind on that. I'm uh, well, well. To be fair, if he podiums in the last two races, 
rapidly gets two more times. If he podiums in both races, I will change my mind. But he has to do that. He has to do exactly that in order for me to change my mind on him. If he does not do that, I better not see him next year on the team. Uh, I'm going to be very upset. And and then when the posters come out for next year, that show rap and they show rapidly, I'm not picking Savage Beaters next year. Hmm. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's that's fair. Like, uh, I, I part of me wonders if maybe rapidly is like like took it was more seriously injured than we think. Perhaps like they, they shouldn't even they shouldn't even like put back into the race. Maybe. Uh, it's po- like because like like that it may have been much more traumatic than we realize, both physically and mentally. But what like it, we did have a we did have a, a pretty extended break from at Marbula One, I guess where they could have tried to you know kind of, I guess recover. Yeah. So yeah. I but I'm not really sure, uh, what Rapley's issue might be. I just kind of hope that they can pull it back together again. I think it's personally uh, just a lack of skill. I think Rapidly is not a good Marbula One racer. I think this is a problem, and, and I think but didn't, um, wasn't rapidly in la- in season one. Yeah, but like the Savage Beaters won season one, but they but they they were they are no match for the Crazy Cat Size um, Savage Beaters season one are are not even close to Crazy Cat Size season two. So uh, they were dominant, but they were not they were not real first place dominant, well, and, and and they did have some low scoring points in season one. I'd have to pull it up to get like a actual thing for you, but I'll, I'll throw it up here real quick now that we're talking about it. Here on the in the wiki, but um, yeah, I could have sworn that both the ra- the uh, Savage Speeders marbles did get like like placed near the top of like the 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 individual points. Okay, well let's see let's see who raced where. That would be my question. Um, Savage Speeders, yeah. Let me try to find the individuals. Rapidly did much worse than Speedy, but still up here. He got 18th, 18th, a 0, and a 6. And my my thing to say to you on that is let's just be reminded, let's be aware he didn't get first any time, which means that he has less overall racing motivation than Speedy. That's just true because he did not, he was not able to get first. He did get two silver medals early, but those were the first two. You have to understand that if you look at every race that Rapidly has raced in, you have the first two races that he raced in, he got silver twice. And honestly, if I'm if I'm going to really address those, you could attribute those two races of silver to the fact that everybody, every other team in the field, first of all, probably has a little bit of a fear of the Savage Beaters and was getting accustomed to racing in Marbula 1 since those were within the first four Marbula 1 races ever in JMR history. So if you, if you could actually kind Kind of, kind of be like maybe those aren't as valid as you might think. Then for after those two races, every race after that was a terrible performance. Zero, six, and then all the terrible performances of this season, where sometimes he didn't even get to race. So um, I would I would venture to say that the two silvers he did get in the first season are more like are more flukes in some way, or just at least. Um, a result of the fact that Marbula One was so new, and his real self comes out in the back half of uh, Marbula mm. One Season One, and of course in Marbula One Season Two, when when other teams are more accustomed to racing in the style. So I would be aware of that. I wouldn't put rapidly on too high of a pedestal just because the Savage mm. Speeders were able to pull out Season One. And um, honestly, I want to see him off the team. Yeah, that might actually be a good idea. Switch yeah. out rapidly for a. Uh... Maybe Velocity instead. That might that might be a better choice. Yeah, Velocity. Uh, I don't know if Wizzy would be the best choice. I think Velocity would be a my first go, and then Wizzy. 
but who knows? Maybe Wizzy is the is the one. I think I think I think Velocity would be my first my first go to though. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um, I guess next thing to mention, uh, Jungle Jumpers. Like, wow, what a what a up and down performance that went from first to yeah. like what was it fourteenth in the end? Like, yeah. And for me, that shows a lack of experience. Like they can't hold a lead because you're it, they had it all going and then they lost it so quick. I mean, that to me is like okay, you're not ready. Like they only have one point because like, like like was it a fastest lap at one point, right? They might have had it. Yeah, they have one point I think for a fastest lap. Yeah, like that's all they have. They they only barely managed to get something, and then but like they haven't actually gotten any points from racing. Like they are the worst team of this season, and it's just it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they well they are not they are not a good team in general. I mean they're not terrible in the marble league setting. Um, but I mean, I mean, come on. The evidence is there. The, the Jungle Jumpers are not a a Marbula One team. Um, or at least the two players that they chose. I mean, of course, there's two other players that they haven't tried yet. But their experience has has, has shown as not being there. And when you when, okay, here's here's how I like to say it. If you get to the top, right? If you're in the top three, but then you lose it. And lose it bad all the way down to 14th. That shows that you are not physically ready to take on the responsibility of having to hold a top three position. We saw that with Snowstorm. Don't forget, we saw that with Snowstorm and the Snowballs. Snowstorm was a new racer to Marbula One this season. Um, it was race two. It was two or four. Whichever one he raced, like his second one he raced in or first one he raced in. We saw him get up to second place all the way from 16th and then completely lose it all the way back to 16th. And, oh, and what is the what do they have in common? What do the Jungle Jumpers and Snowstorm have in common? They're new to Marbula 1. They're new mm-hmm. to the whole racing field. They're not prepared to hold a lead like that, especially compared to marbles as skilled as Speedy and um, the Hazers and the Crazy Cat Size, which, wow. Um, I mean, in general, like, they're, those veteran teams are more ready. They're more ready for that responsibility of being at the top. They're more ready for that responsibility of having other marbles breathing down your marble neck um, in, in some way and still being able to hold that lead so um when it, the jungle jumpers i mean and, and and i guess in general i mean you can look at some of the other teams uh mini maniacs might be the same way but they might be just having an off time but you know um like team primary and the racers i mean that's also just lack of experience and readiness for those kinds of positions uh i looked it up skip actually just got one point for getting 12th in the o raceway so that's it like so they got they did get one point for they get for like actual rate like for the, for, like, for getting a, a decent position <laughs> at least something but like again, that's just—it's just one point. That's all they have. It's, You're trying to find the positives, and they're still negative. <laughs> it's still yeah. Like it's like, it's it's just it's um it's unreal how bad they've been doing. I feel like I I get yeah sure they're new to M1 racing and they have they've never been the best team in history either. But like, come on. Yeah, I mean like you got to at least do better than that. Even the Limers are doing better than that. And they're like they're like they like cherish being bad at this point. I mean, you know. But they got anyway, 7th in um, 2019 and that was it. Like, that was their best like performance for like Mar- and like Marble League. Now is it like their overall? Yeah. 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 And they weren't bad. They're just not I I feel like they just need to be around longer. They need to switch up their teammates, which teammate does which uh, event. They need to switch up which teammates play Marbula 1, and maybe they can be a little bit more of a better contender. Um, um, or maybe even just get some new players. I mean, some of these teams really need new players. The Limers need new players. That's what they need. 
There is no other way to fix the Limers. If you ask me right now, fix the Limers, new players. Okay? I mean, that's the way to fix it. And, and there are other teams that need that too. Team primary, new players. Jungle Jumpers, in my opinion, new players. All right? I mean, I mean, name Indigo Stars. I mean, well, they, don't, I, they haven't played enough, but maybe new players. Hmm... I mean, I mean, like Cobalts. I mean, there are teams that just need new players. They just need to dig into their worlds, wherever they're from. Cobalts from Cobaltia, Limers from Limeria, <laughs> and find new athletes. Like and how is rapidly that become, like because they they even do qualifying well? Eh, he's he's been sorry, okay. Sorry, qualifying. we went back to the, the speeders again, but has. He's been, he's okay. been fine. Like, like he's, um, he did not qualify for one race, but he's been like, um, he's been like qualifying in the bottom eight. So he hasn't mm. been doing terrible qualifying, but he's at least been doing it. Um, yeah, but he's just been, he's just been very much not what he should be. Yeah. It's just sad. Uh, I guess, um, to go, I would get away from the negative side, um, positives, uh, for one, well, for one thing, I guess like, the, the cat sides have been dominating again. Wow, it's I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Cat's eyes are officially uh, the first, apparently the first uh, better. Oh yeah, sorry, you go ahead. I'm just gonna say the cash eyes are officially oh. better than the season one Savage Beaters. Yeah, but also like um, Clutter is the apparently the first Marvel to get a repeat win at a pre at a previous uh, race repeat podium. So yeah, repeat podium. So oh, sorry, not repeat, yeah, repeat podium. So like so, congrats to Clutter. Uh, the Balls of yeah. Chaos have been doing pretty good actually this year. Really surprised by that. And uh, Momo also did did better. Like, like they they got up really high in the standings. They did kind of fall back a little bit, but they did finish a lot better than they did uh, last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and yeah, I think um, I think Balls of Chaos are kind of you know they're a middle of pack team, but they're not bad. And then I'm good. It's good to see Clutter um, showing that he is not a racer that just gonna lay down and die. And he comes up there and does pretty well. So I mean that was good. I mean obviously we still have domination from from the yellow eye. Uh, really, you know, just getting right around Yellup, uh, Mellow from Mellow Yellow, and kind of pushing them around. I mean, we know Mellow Yellow isn't the most aggressive team, I mean, hence their name. But a Crazy Cat Size, you've seen that they're aggressive. They're an aggressive team, and we don't see that often in Marble League because um, Marble League is a lot more mellow of a. I mean, it's still very intense, but it's more mm -hmm. mellow than Marble One because there's less collisions of marbles. You know, the events are very specific. Long jump is very contained, and you know stuff like that. And but uh, that that aggression, that crazy cat size aggression, that actual um, you know living up to the name that they are, you see that in full in Marbula One. Wow! Just watch the race here. I mean, look at that right there, just here on the YouTube, which had the race pulled up random spots and something right there. You know, Yellow Eye sees his position around a curve where he can get an advantage, and he not only takes it, but he is not afraid to slam into marbles, push them down, push them to the side to get around them. The aggression is not something that the crazy cat size have any trouble with and that's honestly why they're doing so well because with some teams having not as much experience with the savage beaters kind of being a coasty team right now mm -hmm. the crazy cats are just coming out and pushing look at that i mean like i mean and they're not they're not even a dumb racing team either they're good at taking inside outside lines when they're better and um when they when they have to collide they're very good at, at, at maintaining a solid and, and effective aggression so you can't knock them can't knock them Indeed. Uh, <sighs> the Savage Speeders, like, are they, do they even have a chance? 
they are they are they're uh, they're in ninth place, so they still technically have a chance to actually win. Uh, statistically, it's just extremely unlikely. Mm, no, they don't, because they have fifty points and the crazy cat size of one hundred and fifty-three. So even if they won all three, uh, all four next races, fastest they'd only laps though, Brendan. Fastest laps. They wow. And and so qualifying points. And qualifying points. Qualifying points. Oh, that's true. So they could they could so if Crazy Cat Size got zero points for the next four races, which is not happening. Don't even yeah. don't even think it's happening. But if they did and the Savage Beaters not only won every race from here on out, but actually got like extra little fastest lap points or qualifiers points, they'd be able to win. I'm gonna tell you exactly what's not gonna happen, and that is that. If that happens, um, I don't even know what I'll do. I'll do something crazy if that ha- it's not happening. But if it does, I'll just. What should we do? I I I will I will. Uh, I I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know because that's just not happening. So um, if it uh, how starts many to happen, get, we'll talk about it. How many points do you get for placing first in qualifying? Is it just two points? Is it two points? I don't know. Uh. I can't remember. I keep forgetting that. It's something that I, I don't pay attention enough to because I, I keep forgetting that that's what that's something they do now. But, like, uh, I see here. I, I guess I f- could a fan tell us real quick like, what's, what, what that point is. Like, like, there is points that you get from that. It's like there are, like, some small miscellaneous points that do add up over time. So the speeders could technically win it, but not only do they have to do better, better than the cat side, they have to do better than everybody else above them as well, which is uh, yeah, going to be, be difficult. Hard. Yeah, they... I don't. I mean, they're not. They're not. They're not. Yeah. Gonna get out of this. Uh, they I, cannot. I, they can't. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um. To I, I guess like, as rating the track. Um. It's oh yeah. The, that's yeah. That was what I was trying to get to, but we kept like talking about other stuff. What? Yeah. Let's talk about I, the track. I don't even remember what I rated it back at, like for season one, but it's literally the yeah. same track, just with no pit lane. Which automatically makes it better. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a bad idea. So you see, whatever, I guess whatever rating I gave it last time, it's now that but better. I don't. <laughs> you would have to go back to because we didn't do it um episode track by track. We only did the thing like, like halfway through. So we did a lot of uh, recapping on the track ratings. So it would be hard for me to find what we said. But like, uh, I guess this time around it was maybe. Was it a like maybe a seven? Because like, it, it was there was some interesting racing. It was, it was, like a Marvel's yeah. like, like uh, surprise leads like hop at the beginning, like, like, like or like a Mimo coming from the back to the front, and like, like there was a lot of like very surprising results. Oh, and Prim, we can't forget about Prim. Prim was doing good too, and then they kind of fell to the back too, if not mistaken. Like it was there was a lot of very uh interesting racing going on. The the lead was mostly decided after a certain point, but for a while there it was actually pretty interesting and I think having that uh, pit lane removed definitely allowed for closer racing. Agreed. Agreed. Um uh I personally love the track. I like how it's set up. I'm of course can't give a ten out of ten or at a, and and for this one not even a nine out of ten because there was nothing actually done to the track to set it apart. Um uh to make it momos there was they couldn't have put some chinese lanterns over it they couldn't have put some uh you know i don't know under, under something on the track just to make it different but um the actual design of the track it's, its shape um and the way it kind of went from speed to straights to turns uh my pin was very good so it's an eight out of ten for me um very good racing the you're not going to ever get a 10 out of 10 for me until we see, see some legitimate on track theming um, along with a well-done design. And uh, honestly, I don't know how far JMR is from ever theming the actual 
pieces of track well, but it seems a while. So yeah, um, oh, the eight of ten is still an eight of ten though. That is still yeah. a number to enjoy. Uh, I'm realizing that Prim actually was in the race. They just did bad in qualifying, so it's like it was it's sad to see because like they were doing. I think that Prim was doing it like well ish during like the the season. So it's this is just kind of a blow to the whole team, right? At the moment, uh, but. I said, can the primary even win at this point? The no, primary. they're in 16th. They can't. It's, the bottom half is all out of the out of the running. So uh, that's unfortunate. But yeah, um, I guess going back to the the race itself, yeah, um, like the 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 average track time was like uh like what was it like it was like five hundredths of a second fast slower. But like that's like that's like nothing. There's more or less like they done with one trial. Ultimately, I would say that the the, the track times were faster overall. Like. And even if it wasn't, it like it was still more entertaining. So you know, I I think this is good. Um, uh, I'm I wonder if like maybe they could like they could have I guess improved the track at all. But like honestly, I don't like. I, the only like thing is maybe adding some more like Asian style things like pagodas or pagodas. You know, I like that word. <laughs> or, or, or or like or a sakura trees. Like, I think like because like because like th- like they're momo is Japanese for dumplings. So I think that'd be like that's something something they could do for aesthetic reasons, but. In terms of the track, I feel like there was not there's not really much you can do. Like, what like put sakura pedals on the track? I, I don't know. Like, there's I think I think the track is just it's a de- it's a decent track. I don't think there's anything really particularly wrong with it. It's just a nice simple track. Yeah, yeah, yep. I agree, and I like it, and I think it's good. I just want to if you want the if you want the ten out of ten, do something interesting to it, like what uh, you said. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so I got confirmation. It's one point for the fast for the uh the qualifying po- um, points. Basically, you can get eight points from like uh, total one for qu- qualifying in first and one for getting fastest well, one lap. One for so. pole, one for fastest lap. So I guess the savage beaters could technically win again. It's not going to happen. Wait, 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 um, um cat size are at one fifty five, one fifty seven, one fifty three. 153. Okay, so they wouldn't need every point to win. They would just need most of them to win. Yeah, and it's just come on, dude. They have to get first place four times in a row. And don't the forget, have to, the, the cat size have to get zero points for the rest of the 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 time. So well, or or if, just get or just get one, and like they and like the, the savage beaters have to get like again like all. So see, the the, the max points like the savage beaters can dude, get. Crazy is cat size are gonna win another race. They're gonna win like next race. They're literally gonna win next. No, race. I know, but I'm saying that like for like the the statistical reason, like the Savage Beaters are 150. So if they got every single point possible, they can get a maximum of 158 points, which will put them Dude, five they, points they ahead won of the cat size. Four races. So, because so they've I, won I, four I, races. I know. I'm saying this just to, to point out how ridiculous it is. Like, like the it cat size yeah. can o- can only have to get less than five less than five points. Six races, dude. I, they do. They are winning. They're probably going to win in the next two races. They, I, I would put money on them winning in the next four. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's ridiculous, and and they're and they're not slowing down. That's what the, you wonder where the crazy cat eyes are. Well, here they are. Well, I guess if the Savage Beaters won every race, yeah. if all, yeah. the Savage Beaters won all the races, they, they will have a total of five gold medals. So if they tied with the cat size, they would win the tiebreaker. So the cat size cannot get more than. Cannot get more than six, cannot get more than cannot get six points. They cannot get six. If they get six, the savage Dude, beaters gonna, are out. <laughs> all right, all right. That is ridiculous. But if it does happen, I'll do something crazy for y'all. <laughs> um, I'll make a special video for the channel, and I'll do something crazy, like you know, dive off a building or something. Please um, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. This is so unlikely. Um. Anyway. Um. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna skip past trivia today only because we spent a lot of time in the Dion thing, and yeah. I want to make sure we cover our emails. And my voice is tired. Um, Fair enough. 
We're going to do emails, though. Emails, emails, emails. We got a bunch of them today. Alex has two for us, but he wants me to read them, like, like one per week because he's going he's gonna to be, like, not here for, like, a few weeks or something. So I'm going to make sure to uh, read only the one and then read the next one next week, okay? We got a few others. So the first uh, email here from Alex is cool, subjected, I am sad, but with a happy emoji. I don't know. Uh, I hope you're, I hope you're not going to be sad forever, though. But here we go. Let's see what he's got for us. We got, oh, remember, you can email mswpodcast at gmail.com, mswpodcast at gmail.com. Email in and talk to us. And uh, as you, as Alex is doing right here, you can ask for advice too. This is our first advice e- email. Here we go. I need dating advice. Just kidding. Oh, crap. I thought we were going to give dating advice. I'm not going to talk about myself because in, I've been in the limelight enough and instead talk about Joe. Do you know Joe? Me too. Joe Mama. Good job. Um, Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Hmm, I got a haircut. Ooh, uh, I know. Top 10 snacks of all time. Okay, fine. That's good. (laughs) Number 10. I'm eating popcorn, but it's so salty. I always feel so unhealthy and piggish afterward. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, 10 is... That that, that works. Brownies. Super sweet and I love them. I agree. Brownies are underrated. Eight. Ice cubes. cubes. They make you less thirsty and are crunchy. I do not think ice cubes are actually fun to eat because they get too cold. Does it count as a snack? I mean, I guess if he likes them, I don't like them. I guess. All right. I, I disagree with that. That would be like number 57 for me. I don't know. Bananas, number seven. I don't know why. These are very delicious fruits. I agree. They are. Bananas are good. I don't eat them enough. Six. After, apples are interchangeable, but a few apples or even apple juice is yum. I love apple juice. Apples are a good snack, too. Mm-hmm. Five. Cheddar cheese, Swiss, and American. I love cheese, and you can't fight me. Um, uh, Just on its I own? I, 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 guess, I, I, I guess. I wouldn't put it at five. In my opinion, um, I'm I don't hate cheese, but cheese is overused. Cheese is cheese is too often the go-to throw this on top of food to make it taste better, and mm. I think most of the time it makes it worse. Except hmm. for if you put Parmesan on pasta and Montreal on pizza, those are the best uses of cheese on the planet. All other uses of cheese, maybe like burger cheese on burgers, all other uses are just an, an annoying and un- unnecessary, in my opinion. Um, mm. uh, number four, cotton candy. I agree, but it doesn't fill you. And I it's love too messy this, for me. But it's similar to popcorn, maybe because I'm 12. Maybe because you're 12. That's true. But I love cotton candy too. Three Oreos. Is an explanation necessary? Uh, no. I don't like Oreos. So wait, you don't wait. What? I think Oreos are not very good. Oh, um, I love Oreos. The mint Oreos are good, um, but the regular Oreos are the the cream on the inside is too sweet, and the cookie on the outside is too bitter. Um. Uh, eating them together, like both of them together, is okay. Eating them separately is even worse. And they would be like 10 for me at best on the snack list. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I do not, I, I don't hate them, but, and I eat them if like I'm hungry and that's what the cookie that is available. They're not a bad cookie, but they're not a top three snack for me and they will never be. Hmm. Um, two French fries. There's an agreement. I love French fries. I love this food and it requires a lot. It requires not a lot of effort, but isn't, but isn't the best. So meaning like he loves it, but it's not number one. Uh, I love French fries. I agree. I think they're an awesome snack, and good French fries are the best. Honorable mentions: oranges. Um, oranges, as he put it. Haha. Nuggets. Um, true. Nuggets are awesome. Chicken nuggets are the best. And marshmallows. Every like once every four months, I get this weird craving to have marshmallows. I buy a bag of marshmallows, eat them, and then hate them for the next four months. But then recycle that cycle. Um, so there you have it. Number uh, uh- one. Go ahead. They, they said, like, nuggets, not really a snack. I feel like, I guess it's more of a meal, but I feel like nuggets are more of a snack than ice cubes. 
I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like nuggets are like, they're kind of a, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> that weird list. We'll say. Um, and then finally one ice cream, mint vanilla chocolate, even fruit ice cream is delicious. Also, I'm not actually that sad. Well, that's good. I'm glad that your <laughs> sadness level decreased by the end of you writing this email. Um, yeah, yeah, I like ice cream too. It's not my favorite snack, but it's good. I like it. Waff, ice cream thoughts? Uh, I yeah, <laughs> ice cream's a great pick. Like, uh, I I I used to love vanilla the most as a kid, but then I actually realized that there's other flavors. So chocolate's not my new favorite. Um, like, so like, I, I mean, yeah, it's it's a it's a good food. It's not it's it's nice on hot days. It. And it, uh, it's, it's not, like too filling. <laughs> not too filling, so you can eat, yeah, a, you can eat a decent amount of it. Yeah. All right, then. Um, thank you. Thank you for that top 10. Um, maybe sometimes if we have a slower episode in the future, we might tr- uh, respond with top 10s of our own. Um, <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, we'll move on to our next e- email. We got uh, Mr. Logan Smith. I won't say his first name just in case um, uh, he doesn't want that. His last name is Logan Smith, by the way, which is a pretty awesome last name. Yeah, actually. Um, but here we go. He says, hello, who are you picking the end of the season as the top individual marble? Red eye, yellow eye, or the field? Um, I Yellow think eye, eye is the answer. I um, think it could question. be red eye. I think it could be red yeah, eye. It's not going to be red eye. Not going to be red eye. Not going to be red eye? I think it not could be. Red eye. We'll find because out. Because red eye, in my opinion, is slightly less controlled of a racer than yellow eye. I have the stats up here. And yes, um, Red Eye. Red, the only difference between Red Eye and Yellow Eye is that Yellow Eye got third one time when Red Eye got second, um, and then I don't know. Red Eye. Red Eye got fastest lap both times he won, so he has a couple extra points. But I mean, that's. I don't know. I feel like Yellow Eye's ability to hold the field off for a full race, lap one to lap end in the first race is more impressive than even red eyes equally impressive performance. Hmm. And if you say to me, who is a, cause what you're asking, what you're at, you're asking me, which is the top individual marble. So what the question you are actually asking me, rewording the question is who is the most consistently good marble? That is the question because the most consistently good marble is the top individual marble. So if you ask me the question rephrase, I wouldn't say correctly, but differently, who is the most consistently good marble? Re, uh, yellow eye beats red eye. By a little bit. And I could be wrong. I mean, maybe Red Eye will have a couple extra points, but I personally think Yellow Eye is going to best the field um, uh, by the end of race 12. We shall see. Yeah. Um, I mean, Waff, you can give your opinion. Uh, I just think that... like, It's honestly very close for me. I can't really say for certain, but like Red Eye like is all like just... It, like it's it really is just up in the air. I, I honestly could see either one of them. Like they're both, I feel fairly equal racers. Like the cat's eyes have just been so dominant. The other thing I can think of is because Red Eye's the captain. Like they maybe are been like they got they got a strategy in mind to keep to pull ahead. But that could be it. Maybe, maybe. I mean, we'll we'll have to see how it works out. Um, good question. I I like those questions. I I want you guys to email those kind of questions and more because you sometimes when you do that you bring up things that I didn't even think about but are important to address or fun to address. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you for writing in, Mr. Logan Smith, and we hope to hear from you in a future week. Um, and uh, yeah, the field is definitely not the answer. I mean, I mean, 
the the two marbles right behind red eye and yellow eye um have quite a gap in points and they're both speedy and i guess billy in fifth and they're just not consistent enough speedy you've already seen he's not consistent enough he has a zero points uh and a four points i know the zero was unlucky but the four points is not good um bolt is again not consistent enough he doesn't even have a win not just not i don't i don't see i don't see either of them um overtaking yellow eye red eye i mean yellow eye red eye are just the best racers they they are the best marble one racers by number ever in marble one so far so i I, yeah i I, 78 75 i think it's yellow eye but we'll have to wait and see Mm -hmm. all right last email of of the episode guys we have come on dion written in by ed do who actually listens live to our episodes often. So thank you, Edu, for being so awesome as if to do such. Um, does that even make sense? I don't know. But here we go, guys. Let's see, what, let's see what he has to say. He says, We know that JMR popularized marble racing by taking it to the next level and developing a whole universe around it. It's a great accomplishment that we celebrate. I understand the side of protecting these achievements, but it's totally unnecessary to go after another media and to try to sh- shoot it down just because it is the same surface which is available on the market to everyone. I mean, I guess the same track he's saying. Mm-hmm. That rage that rage goes against the community, um, which is built around the videos where some of the members were inspired by the channel, this is what I was saying, to do their own tournaments and expand the possibilities. That's not what the number one clear reference with... That's not what the un- number one, the clear reference with undisputed production quality should do to its fans. Exactly. They are already the best. Why care about these arguments? Um, no need to risk damage the reputation and the brands that way. Exactly. You do. You're, you're hitting every point that I was mentioning before. Good job. Um, that means you're thinking. That means you're aware that this is just not a good idea for Dion to do such. New people to the segment should mean an opportunity to keep evolving. Exactly. Expansion of Marvel Sports. Dude, did this guy, did this guy like... Did I write this? Uh, <laughs> my dream is a community where people share experiences, tips, tricks, appreciate more content, and work together to grow it as a whole. Um, I'm just going to have him do the podcast. He's just going <laughs> to do it next time. Um, a bit similar to Diecast Racing today. I agree Diecast Racing is a little better um, because in the end, it's the same passion and a celebration of creativity. All right. We're, we're, Adu is gonna, I'm going to unmute Adu and let him take the rest of this. Uh, he's here right now. I could do that. I could do that. Um, but we don't have him recording, so that would be... Yeah, uh, we don't have him recording. But, like, like I, at, at that, should I... Need I say anything to that? No. Need I even... Need you or me even say any extra things about his email? Because that is, ex- that is exactly what I'm saying. And he wrote it out in a nice, concise way without all my antics. So you get the idea a little quicker. And, and that's it. I... <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, our editor should just cut this part out <laughs> and just end with the email or like just put the recording of the email, edit the recording of the email at the end of this episode, because that's really all that needs to happen. Just have it looping on in. Yeah. Yeah. Loop that email three more times in the episode. Please don't. Because that is, that's exactly what needs to be heard. You cannot say uh, it better than that. I can't say it better than that, because every time I talk, it takes me like seven minutes to say something that takes one minute. Unless I write it. <laughs> so, there you have it. Mm-hmm. We're done. Yeah. I'm not saying anything more. We're ending the episode. Well, take us yeah. out. Bye. All right. Yep. Goodbye. Uh, hold on, Marvel Sports fans. <laughs>